0: Welcome to the Trinity Force podcast. Our sponsor is Moxie and Zen. If you head over to moxieandzen.com tforce and use the code tforce, you can get 20% off of your order on premium, high quality, and inexpensive boxers. They're made from bamboo to help wick away the sweat, which leaves you feeling fresh. Also, make sure to check out our Patreon, where we have a multitude of different perks, Anyone that signs up for the $5 tier will receive first dibs on any and all tournaments that we host. We'll send out an early access email so you can be at the front of the line to sign up and get onto the rift. The $10 tier will grant you access to special interviews or podcasts that we do. Additionally, $10 will grant you one replay review per month from the podcaster of your choice. Just download the replay file and send it to us via email or private Discord message. With the replay review, you'll get the insight and expertise that the podcasters bring, which will help you optimize each phase of the game. The $15 tier will unlock one live coaching session per month from the podcaster of your choice. Let us know who you'd like to talk to, and we'll set up a way for you to stream your game to them as a member of the podcast walks you through your game. And finally, the $50 tier we'll grant you a one-time guest spot on the podcast where you will be able to give your input on the show agenda and be live on the podcast with the rest of the Trinity Force crew. The money that we collect from Patreon not only helps keep the lights on, but helps to pay for better equipment and promotional materials. If you have any questions for the crew, shoot us an email at uh, questions at Podcast.com. You can also head over to our website, www.trinityforcenetwork.com. There you can find a link for our Discord, old episodes, and other Trinity Force Network podcasts. You can also visit our subreddit, r slash tforcenetwork, our Twitter, at tforcenetwork, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash c Forest trinityforcepodcast, or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash podcast where we're regularly streaming tournaments, community game nights, other League games the podcasters are playing, and even other games occasionally. Finally, on Tuesday nights, make sure to join us in our Discord at 7.15pm Eastern Standard Time, where we will be playing, and often streaming on Twitch, Community Game Night for some fun pre-made games and in-house custom matches.
1: Welcome to the Trinity Force Podcast.
2: Yo, it's that Triforce cast beaming straight to your home. Grab a beer so we know Pony drinking alone. Send an email, a quick tweet, just pick up the phone. Leave a message, at the beep, if you're a creep, watch your tone. Discuss the meta, game, patch notes, whatever helps your stats most. obi pone Kenobi is your last hope to snatch gold.
1: So grab your headphones and join in the fun. We'll try enforcing some jokes and some cringeworthy puns.
0: Yo we can make it together, people. Trinity Force Podcast. These boys are second to none. But that's the end of the intro,
1: it's time we've begun.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 817 of the Trinity Force Podcast. I'm your host, N.A. Eric, and tonight it is me and Goose and Bomo, and we're talking through patch 13.14. Um, it's a big one. Not the most depth to each of the, to a bunch of the cha- changes, but there's a lot of changes and we'll go through them, so yeah. Um, before we get into business, though, how are you guys doing? Goose, you surviving the heat?
2: Uh, We're getting there. It's mostly the humidity right now. We finally got some rain, which we needed bad, but it's just cranked the humidity up. Today was miserable.
0: So you're saying you don't like it when, by the time you walk to your mailbox, that you're uh, absolutely drenched in sweat. That's not your desirable weather state.
2: No, I was covered in sweat all day long. I took my clothes off when I got home, and they were just like, <laughs> they weighed four pounds more than they should. Yeah, it was just disgusting. Yeah. Not fun.
0: Was it one of those where it was like difficult to take off your shirt, too? Because it's like, ah, it's like all stuck to me yeah, and shit. Yeah,
2: because I wore like a like a dry fit shirt today. And let me tell you, it was not dry.
0: <laughs> that does not surprise me. We've been dealing with the same sort of thing in Denver. I mean, we'd be getting a lot of rain here, but it's still been hot. And the sun has been intense, too.
2: Yeah, so. I, I always wear a t-shirt. And then I put over the top of it like a sun shirt. A long sleeve. I wear a long sleeve every day just to kind of keep the sun off. Yeah, me.
0: otherwise, like, if you're out in the sun, yeah, you'd be Oh yeah. skin it's real like. fast.
2: I wear a long sleeve every day, and I'm still tan somehow, so I don't know how that quite functions, <laughs> but uh, I have to wear sunscreen, like, pretty regularly, like, constantly putting it back on because my ears turn into, like, leather by the end of the summer. Same with the back of my neck. Oh, and my ears will like start cracking and bleeding. But uh, we're uh, oh, man. <laughs> we're surviving. Let me tell you.
0: OK, glad to hear it. Um, and I would uh, I'd ask how ranked going, but ranked has reset right now. And I know you haven't played any games, so it has both gone well and gone bad. It is the, the Schrodinger's League.
2: It went great um, at the end of the sound of better
0: in my head. It didn't get to <laughs> it, but yeah,
2: it was great at the end of the split. I was, well... Yeah, you got up to, it, it like, was. closer
0: to where you were trying to get to. Yeah,
2: it was great, but at the same time, it wasn't, like... I don't know, I feel like I'm playing, like, really, really well right now. I'm just playing Nami and Rakan, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like really narrowing that chant pool has made it to where... I don't... I've kind of hit that point with Nami where... I don't have to think what I'm doing anymore, I just do it. So I have so much more mental capacity to focus on... Like moving around the map or whatever's next on the map. So, yeah. But yeah, like I was saying in the Discord, I got to Plat 2 and my LP was just terrible, man. I was getting plus 20 for a win and losing 35.
0: Yeah, that's a serious MMR <laughs> discrepancy. Jesus.
2: <laughs> I I won two games in Plat 2, went to 40 LP. I lost one, went back down to five. And I'm like, well, we're not getting the diamond. <laughs> There's no way.
0: Jesus, that's fucking ridiculous. Damn. Cool. Okay. Uh so you finished in plat two in solo. Where'd you finish in flex?
2: Uh gold one, I think.
0: Okay. So you're gonna get both rewards. Nice.
2: Yeah. But I finished plat two with like a 57% win rate. And then Rakan was, like, almost 70% over 35 games. And then Nami was 60% over, like, 70 games.
0: Damn, dude. Nice. But if I
2: took the first... Because this is the first season I played Nami. I'd never played her before. If I took the first, like, 15 games out of uh, this split, where I was just, like, inting, trying to learn how to play her, I'd probably be at, like, 80% right. with her.
0: But. Damn. That's pretty good.
2: Excited for Split 2.
0: Same. Same. Uh, cool. Bomo, how you doing, man?
1: Diana buffs.
0: <laughs> yes, we'll get to it. We will get to it. So uh, keep it in your pants for now. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's life going for you, man?
1: Pretty good. It's been a solid like mid-70s here every day. So... Weather's pretty good here in California.
0: <laughs> uh, Goose just flipped off. Bummer. It's I gonna know. be a
2: hundred and twenty-five was... next week. Dude.
0: Let me see what the, what's the Denver weather gonna look like uh, for tomorrow. We're looking at rainy and seventy-eight of high. Oh my God! Saturday is supposed to get Saturday is supposed to get up to ninety. But, uh, that feels hotter though. Cause when you're in the sun, because I'm at elevation, so it hits, the sun hits harder here. Um, Sunday is supposed to be 95, Monday, 96, and then rainy Tuesday and Wednesday again. We've been getting a shitload of rain out here. Everything is fucking tropical everywhere. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to take over, uh, your, your time there, Bomo. Oh, no
1: worries. Yeah. I, I was just looking at my weather too. And it's a uh, high 70 this weekend partly cloudy
0: <laughs> it's getting a touch uncomfortable then <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: wow <laughs> i might have to wear a sweatshirt it's insane i'm gonna be outside maybe barbecuing playing some board games
0: chilling nice yeah that'll be sweet <laughs> i'll be sleeping the in fucking so how'd uh how'd your ranked split finish where'd you finish
1: uh not too bad actually i finished plat three um okay but I think this season is the most that I've played since Season 3 in terms of ranked games. I think I was talking about that last time. Yeah, we were. Yeah, and so I think I it's pretty good because I think before I just, like, peaked in plat. But now I feel like I can comfortably say that, like, I can play and hold my own in plat. So I feel like it's a pretty big
0: difference. Nice.
2: How many games did you play this season? Nice.
0: And then, uh, oh, yeah, how many games did you play? Uh, this season I played...
1: Is there an easy way to check?
0: I think we looked last week, and you were at like two. You were at like one hundred and yeah, it was like one eighty or, or something. Uh, yeah, you were close to two hundred because your yeah. goal was three hundred for yeah. the season.
1: It was like one eighty five or something like that. I think so, a decent amount. And if you just double that per season, it'd be like what three hundred and sixty, which is probably the most I've ever played.
0: Yeah, that's a good amount of games. cool okay um i guess it's my turn then i uh yeah i've been good um i woke up this morning at like 5 a.m with like a like a splitting headache like oh my god it it was so bad and i guess i must have just been dehydrated no idea i woke up went to the bathroom grabbed some ibuprofen and then tried it took me a while to go back to sleep but then i was asleep and i slept for like slept in for an extra hour um started work an hour late but yeah, it was it was bad. I'm I'm better now. Uh but yeah, this morning was a little rough. Um I finally have work to do as well cuz I got my other laptop from the state cuz I work for the University of Denver, but I also part of my time is dedicated to working doing stuff for the governor's office because it's like I don't know. We're we're kind of contractors, but we're kind of not. It's weird. Um, but I finally got my laptop from them and I got admin privileges. So I spent today, like outside of meetings, setting up everything and installing software and then importing data and creating like servers for me to do SQL on that I'm going to start on tomorrow. So it'll be fun. I finally have real work to do. Um, yeah. Outside of that, uh, I'm ready for my 15K this weekend. Last summer, I did a, a 10K mud run. On Saturday, I'm doing a 15 So we'll see how I do with that. I'm going to be absolutely gassed uh, come Monday because then on Saturday I'm doing 15 and then on Sunday my girlfriend and I are doing a five because she didn't want to do anything bigger than that. So I was like, okay, I'll do a five together. So um, I'm going to be just dead on Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. I'm going to be fucking dead.
1: That actually sounds brutal.
0: Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And if anyone's <laughs> curious, I'm doing. I'm just tough tired thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're curious about them, look up uh, tough mutter, like Mudder, like M U D D E R obstacles, and you can see them because they're like every half kilometer or so. Because I I think the the 10k was like 10 kilometers and like 21 obstacles or so, 15. I think is then like 30 obstacles or so. So it's like every half kilometer, there's an obstacle and some of them might repeat. Cause I don't think they do 30 unique ones for the 15 K people. Cause there's not that many. Most people do fives and tens, but um, yeah, uh, I'm excited for it. Um, I ran like nine kilometers yesterday, just like getting more into just like making sure that I'm staying fresh and stuff like that. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah league wise uh where did i finish i finished um plat for like 70 lp or so 80 lp because i played a couple more on sunday or monday maybe um and i just played a couple games of scion and uh won those games um then in Flex, though, I finished at Diamond Four, and I didn't play any other games after I got in because it was last Friday. So D Four One LP. So I made it. Um, yeah, but I'm excited for Split Two as well. I um, we'll talk more about our goals in a future episode for Split Two. But I'm gonna try. I want to try and at least get one of the those back to Diamond um, Flex or Solo Cube. But yeah cool okay well let's talk about patch 13.4 so first off um arena comes out and we're not going to hit that at all till next week we're just letting you know that it's out we're also not going to touch on nefiri because we've gone through in previous podcasts her kit and our thoughts on what it'll all be like and we've seen footage but we haven't played with her she is is she out today is uh i guess tomorrow are out tomorrow okay so she's not even out yet so we'll play over the next week, and we'll report back next week, both on Arena, what we think about it, and Neferi. That'll be next week's episode. So Nefiri's out. That's all you need to know about it. Um, okay, so now uh, the first change then is Aatrox. His Q damage is increased. Uh the minion damage modifier is increased as well. So um, Christ, this is a lot of text to read through for something as simple as Aatrox Q. But uh, the percent AD, the base damage is not going up, but the percent AD is going up um, at later ranks. So it used to be plus 60 to 80% uh, AD on the first cast. Now it's 60 to 100% AD. So at levels, it's, a, it's actually a buff from when you put a second point into it onwards. Um, and then the minion damage modifier used to be a flat 55%. Now it's. 55 percent levels one through five and then levels six through ten it's 60 levels 11 through 15 it's 65 and then levels 16 17 18 it's 70 percent so this is a net buff uh in a couple different ways not massive but pretty like small things that'll adjust and push him up um what do we think about these atrox changes goose what do you think about this
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm not big on Aatrox buffs, to be honest with you, because when he gets buffed, even in the slightest, he just becomes like an absolute menace, especially in pro play. So, yeah. And I think one way they've tried to like kill him is keeping his minion damage modifier down, because his wave clear gets kind of disgusting with him just being able to mash Qs on a wave with no repercussions because he's manaless. So,.
0: And he heals off of it, too, because yeah. the Omnivamp, that's on the passive on his E. Yeah,
2: so I I don't know. It's it's not like insane numbers, but once he maxes Q, it's going to be pretty gross. And obviously, I mean, it's his first max, so he's going to have that pretty early.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at the minion modifier, and uh, they haven't actually touched this since season 9. So in season nine, they increased damage against minions increased to fifty five percent from forty percent. So this is this is they haven't touched this in for I mean in four years. Interesting. I'm also looking at his stats, and he's gone up. His pick rate has doubled, which is not surprising. Um, and his ban rate went up from zero to ten percent. And he has a 51% win rate, whereas before it was 49.3. So two percentage points with a doubling pick rate as well. Yeah. Bomo, any thoughts on this? these Aatrox buffs here?
1: Nope.
0: Okay. Well, we know you have thoughts on this next one, so why don't you run through it for us?
1: So Diana is getting a buff. <clears throat> with her W, the shield strength is now... Going from 40 to 100, plus 25% AP, plus 9% bonus health, to 45 to 105 based on level, plus 30% AP. So this is pretty much just pushing more of the AP Dianas, uh, not so much the tanky ones. And then the damage per orb, the base values are staying the same, but now it scales from 15% AP to 18% AP. And then her E also got a buff. Where she now has a sixty percent AP ratio on it compared to a fifty percent, so I think this just kind of pushes the the full AP Diana build. So it still keeps the the tankier ones somewhat in check without doing a lot of damage. Um, so I think this is just a big buff to my playstyle of Diana going like full AP rocket belt type damage.
0: Yeah. So rocket belt. I mean. Right, so uh, in jungle from this patch her win rate jumped up 3%, um, and her pick rate more than doubled as well. In mid lane, where she's played far less than in jungle, uh, her win rate went from basically 50 to 53, and the pick rate barely changed.
1: That's massive. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think she's one yeah. of the, I mean, I would think that even before this, she was very good in mid if you knew what you were doing with her, yeah. and I think she's one of the best mid laners right now, and even like the stats are showing that too.
1: Mm-hmm yeah i have a i had a 65 percent winner with their last or this last split and then what last season it was also pretty high too on diana yeah 57 in 2022 and 2021 was 77 percent so definitely
0: has been always pretty strong i feel like yeah goose any thoughts on diana here
2: No, I don't play her. As long as she's not building fucking tank, I'm happy.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Well, I go turn on a light behind me because it got very dark here very fast. Goose, why don't you run us through these Hecarim changes here?
2: Uh, So Hecarim's uh, W bonus armor and MR is being decreased. It's going from 15 to 35 down all the way to 5 to 25. So, uh, I mean, this kind of kills the horse early game him having 15 MR at level one, it it allowed him to just kind of put one point in this and just sit on it until he got his Mm -hmm. Q maxed. And then I'm assuming he probably went Q E W. Most likely. Yeah, I think it depends. I
0: think it depended. And and maybe if you're you're getting kind of bursted,
2: you might go W second, but you're definitely maxing Q. And now this makes it. Yeah, you can't just sit on one point anymore or else this ability is just kind of useless in my opinion and it shows in his win rate he went down i a think whole the big percent. thing
1: here is that yeah the i think the big thing here is since he doesn't have as many resistances he'll heal a lot less too right so you can shred through his heel as more it won't feel as significant which i think is pretty big
2: yeah i also think this yeah they also just making him squishier oh, and make it to where he can't build the Duskblade build as easily.
0: Yeah. I was also going to say that they, they mention in this blurb as well that they're buffing Spear of Sojin, which is one of his core items, regardless of if you're going Lethality or the... I don't know what you want to call it. They call it On-Hit on U.GG. It's really more of like Bruiser hecarim. Um And so... These are like in compensation because they think that he's in a relatively balanced place. So they're trying to even this out. Um, Although I think that this is a nice nerf because Hecarim is one of the most popular... Well, was one of the most popular junglers that I see anyways. Um, And I don't like seeing him. I don't really enjoy playing him all that much either. So. Okay. Um... Next we got Jax. So Jax's E cooldown has been increased and the R mana cost increased. So the E cooldown uh, is up by one second at all ranks and the mana cost doubled. So the, on on the R, the R mana cost used to be 50 now it's 100. So um, I don't think that these are that huge, especially because in Jax's build he gets a bu- he gets a decent amount of ability haste anyways. Then again. Basically, every champion gets a bunch of ability haste, except for supports now, since they changed the items. But um, I don't know. I don't think that this is that big of a deal. I think Jax is still going to be really good, in obviously, in his specific matchups that he does well. And generally, he's still pretty good at blind at being a blind pick. And in pro play, he's a pretty good blind pick, too. I don't think this changes very much at all. I would agree. Okay. Alright, well, no other thoughts. We'll keep on rolling then. Uh Karthus, the Death Singer. So his Q base damage is decreased. The damage to monsters increased on the Q. And then the E mana restoration decreased. So what they're trying to do is push Karthus out of bot lane, is what they say here. And they're trying to push him closer in like they're trying to make him uh be a jungler primarily and go somewhere else, as opposed to he's kind of I don't see him very much at all but when I do it's barely ever in the jungle. Um so his Q ma- uh the base uh, the Q uh magic damage went down it's down early so it was 45 to 115 and plus a 35% AP ratio now it's 43 to 115. So down 2 damage early sounds like it's not a lot but he kind of doesn't auto very much. This is mainly like his This is his bread and butter, so that I think will add up over time. But the monster damage modifier went from 95% to 100, which is not necessary at all. He still powers through the jungle so fast, so I don't understand why they're doing this. This is fucking ridiculous to me. But uh, also, the E mana restoration is down by 5 at all ranks um, on enemy takedown. So, that that also includes minions and stuff, too. Um, Yeah, I think... uh, I don't I don't understand these at all. I think Karthus was in a fine spot. It's he's really hard to play well, and uh, but he's got very clear early weaknesses that you can exploit pretty easily. And his jungle win rate right now is almost fifty four percent. Last patch it was fifty. <laughs> so good changes, right? Yeah, good changes, for sure. Now let's see, because they, they did say that they're trying to nerf him out of bot lane, and his bot lane win rate went down by 0.1%. Yeah. It, wow. his
2: His problem isn't the damage on his Q. His problem is you can stack a full wave on him, and you can kill him, but he's going to get that entire wave anyway.
0: Yeah, I think that if they wanted to take care of bot lane Karthus, something they could do would be that in general, let's say he does like seventy percent reduced damage in his passive, or seventy percent damage, so like thirty percent reduced. He doesn't do hundred percent of his damage while he's dead. He just shouldn't. I think they nerfed Scion's passive so that when he's dead, he doesn't do his, He doesn't do normal damage. He does like forty percent of it. Why not do the same with Karthus?
2: I think the way you balance Karthus and Scion is you give them like a timer cap, kind of like Unleash Shellport. And give them like 50% reduced gold income while in their passive pre-10 minutes. Yeah. Because what frustrates me with Karthus is you can kill him over and over and over again. But he's just going to kill the wave that you killed him in every single time. And the part of the reason why you kill somebody is you deny that those minions XP and gold, right? Well, with Karthus and Sion, it doesn't matter. They just get it anyway.
0: Yeah, I do wonder if Karthus doesn't get the kill on a minion but a minion dies next to him, I wonder if he gets the XP from that. I don't I want to say He's no, still but alive. I have no idea there. I know Sion gets it all.
2: They're both still alive technically cuz their death timer doesn't start till their passive is done.
0: Uh Sion starts actually while his passive is going.
2: Oh. They're not dead. I don't like, know about Carthus, but I know Scions I guess, is
0: like basically you go the whole the whole good thing is like you proxy and execute on wave three or four, and then immediately once your passive dies, you're already alive to start walking. Like there's no there's no downtime there.
2: I guess when you open up the tab, like Karthus is still alive. Like there's not a death timer started yeah. on the. And I don't I don't know if that's how it is with Scion or not. I don't pay attention to Scion. But.
0: Scions does show like that. It's just the death timer is like not shown it's like internal oh, okay basically so even the scion player can't see it but it it uh, is okay. ticking in the background like I how gotcha. tf's past like tf's cards are always spinning in the background even if he doesn't have the ability going
1: that was that was changed was it yeah oh i, I used to think the same exact thing and then i looked it up and it it, it was changed
0: <laughs> oh well never mind then yeah so Okay, well, Karthus is a menace, so yes, Great.
2: Sion and Karthus receive um, XP while in their dead form.
0: Okay, got it.
2: So yeah, I think that's where they need to hit those two champions to kind of fix them. Yeah, or to maybe a like
0: full full gold and no XP, or uh, I, don't I think know. it just don't should be split do, by fifty like percent.
2: You just cut it in half pre ten minutes, not the entire game, because. I just think it's so frustrating that you kill this dude and he gets all of it anyway. When no other champions other than those two get those like rewards for die- Like You kill somebody, it's for a reason. And if you kill those two, it just doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think that they definitely, both of those passives, need nerfs in some way like that. And I think that would be a good way to go about it. Maybe not 50- at maybe not like post ten minutes it falls off. I'd be in favor of like fifty percent scaling up to hundred percent with level, something like that. Yeah, where it just, like it rewards you actually for getting exactly. XP and stuff. Just
2: something that that actually because it's just so frustrating. Like he just he just keeps doing what he's doing even though he has ten deaths. He's still the same level as you and has the same amount of gold.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: I hate seeing Carlos Bottom. It's so uh, frustrating to play against.
0: Same, I fucking hate it as well. I hate ganking it because it's kind of pointless. I mean, it's not pointless, but it kinda is like you're saying yeah bomo, maybe Karthus should be the fourth champion in your rotation. uh no, thank you <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, all right. Let's move on to Kindred. So, Kindred's base health is being increased from 580 to 610. The base armor is up by 3, so it's now 29. And the Q, uh... The Q cooldown is increased by 1 second, so it's 9 seconds at all ranks. Um, and then the... But the physical damage is down, so they're increasing durability, but making the Q worse. So they're trying to do an adjustment here in a way. Um... The physical damage is just down by 10 at all ranks on the Q. It doesn't affect the the bonus AD ratio. That's the same. I think, I mean, this is going to be pretty neutral, but I think this is a net nerf because 30 health and 3 armor does not trump an ability going longer cooldown, and dealing less damage every time you use it, and Kindred's Q is something you're using all the time. I do like that she's getting nerfed, but I feel like this is kind of nothing, or maybe nerf the, the missing the percent max health damage on the E, or something like that, I don't know, but this is kind of trash for me. Yeah, she went down but it also
2: two percent what-
1: I was also thinking with her W, right? It automatically makes the Q cooldown 2 seconds, so I don't know if it makes that big of a difference, but I guess what 1.2% I guess it's pretty
0: big. Uh I thought so I didn't know that it made it a flat cooldown. I thought it reduced the cooldown.
2: I think it reduces it 26. by 4 I'm seconds. i on the wiki now. I just played her the other day.
0: Uh Let me see. Uh the static cooldown, I think that's what this is. While you're in wolf's, it goes from 4 to 2 with ability level. So on on the Q, this is Q levels, not W levels. So when you have 5 points in Q, it's 2 seconds. When you only have 1 point in Q, it's 4 seconds. That it reduces it, too.
2: Got it. Okay.
0: I mean, she's still very good, though.
2: I played her for the first time the other day, and she is disgusting.
0: (laughs) She is very disgusting. Like,
2: I've never played that champion before, and I went 12, 4, and 8.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She's very gross. She's also viable in solo lanes, but you basically never see it. Or in ADC in specific matchups, too. Yeah. I mean, she can really do almost all roles. You maybe could make something work with her in support, but probably not. I know that Kindred support was being played around with when there was the ADC support meta at the beginning of the season. Uh, I don't think it ever took off, though, because Carrie never played it.
2: She's too short-range.
0: Yeah. But that burst with Q, Hail of Blades is quite a lot. Yeah, it is. Yep. Okay. Um, Any other thoughts on Kindred? Nope. All right. Let's keep going. Bomo, you want to cover Lissandra for us?
1: Sure. So with her passive now, um, the little ice ghost guys used to stop and explode, but now they just keep walking towards the enemy target, and then they explode um and then another added bonus to the passive is now it'll follow enemies into bushes so before if you lost sight of an enemy the the thralls would just stop moving towards the enemy and then the other thing is now you can see all the thralls in fog of war if you're on the enemy team so if you see that someone was killed off screen you can see where the the thrall is coming from so this cue change I didn't No was a thing but the q now slows all enemies that are hit so before it was only the the first enemy that was hit
0: um and now i thought it was everyone as well yeah wow yeah
1: it's not it's only it's only the very first uh enemy that's hit with the q and all the things that break away don't slow um and then the other change is now when the missile of q comes out so before it was cast from the what post cast position or no pre cast position, and now it'll cast from the post cast position. So I think there's a slight delay from when you actually press the button and what actually happens, and you can move in that small time frame.
0: So I'm changes. I'm hearing Q flash basically is now Pretty possible. Much. Yeah.
1: And then with R, they increase the he- the healing amount, um, from 90 to 190 to 100 to 200. Now scaling from 25% AP to 55% AP. So it's a lot of extra healing on the R when you use it on yourself. And then this one, I wasn't too sure what it quite meant. Damage and slow application cadence. So it was four times per second. Now it's 16 times per second. So does that mean there's four times as many ticks with the I R? think
0: so, yeah. So the same amount of slow and damage is now spread out among the... It ticks four times as fast. Mm-hmm. But okay. it doesn't do any additional damage or slow from what I'm reading on this. Got it.
1: And then the other one is the dash interaction. So before, it's, the R is kind of a buffer spell, right? So if you are someone and they flash away, then they get frozen wherever they flash to. But I think now it stops um, the full dash to come through when you do cast the R.
0: Yeah. So what do you think about these changes then, Mr. Midlaner?
1: Uh, I think they're pretty good. I would definitely try to pick her up again and see how she plays. Um, I think she could be pretty good.
0: Uh, yeah, she's felt pretty underwhelming for quite a while, but she has to, because pro play. Cause she's a pro play menace. So yeah. Um, I'm looking at her stats and her pick rate has jumped up a bunch uh, and her win rate went up by one percent, one and a half. So she's better, as we see. With these are all buffs, so she's better. Um, not significantly better though, but she'll be played for sure at Worlds if she stays in this state. There's no way that she it doesn't. And she's fun to play and pretty easy to play if you're auto filled mid as well. This is someone that I would recommend to have a couple games have in your back pocket for if you're facing like a LeBlanc one trick or something or a Zed or something, you can just kind of stall out mid lane. Yeah. Um, Cool. Goose, any thoughts on Lissandra?
2: No, she just picked in pro play to CC somebody.
0: Yeah, basically. Okay, well, the next one we have is Melio. Goose, you want to cover this for us?
2: Yeah, so his passive burn damage is, de- is decreased, and then his E bonus movement speed has been decreased. Uh, I mean, these are pretty big changes, just numbers-wise. It's definitely going to make him a lot weaker, but in the moments where he's strong, I think he's still going to be pretty strong. He just... When you give an ADC extra range, it just makes them kind of disgusting. And then an AoE cleanse can be pretty good. But he's also just kind of a pro play champion. He's hard to pilot in solo queue, just because of how chaotic everything is. He, he needs to be very coordinated with his team.
1: I think now, too, it's maybe a little easier to, to face him in the early landing phase, because he's super strong early, right, with his passive and whatever his abilities are that apply the on-hit damage to allies. And so it's down by, what, 10? I feel like that's pretty significant. So you could probably compete against it now instead of having to feel like you just have to run away.
0: Yeah, especially late, because that's not just... I mean, I know that you said the early levels there, because you kind of did have to run away. You kind of still do have to run away, but even later now, instead of being... Okay, Emilio never reaches level 18, realistically in a game. So let's say it's probably, it was 25 to 80. Let's say he's probably getting to, I don't know, let's say 60 at max late game or so. So 25 to 60. Now it's, it'll probably be about 15 to that pro- That same amount would probably be like 30, 35. That's almost cut in half. That's a huge difference. Yeah. I'm happy with this. Emilio is really frustrating to play against, but he does suffer from solo queue stuff. Yeah, I wonder, though, he's probably way better the more you move up the ladder. He's
2: actually worse. (laughs) Really? Yeah, people can abuse him in solo queue a lot easier the higher you go. He's He's a lot weaker than people really think he is. I enjoy playing against him. I think it's a free lane, personally.
0: Let's see. Which tier does he have his highest win rate in? GM. But everything else is sub-40. GM, for some reason, is 55. But it's 35 matches so far. So, I mean, we're dealing with really small sample sizes.
2: Probably like a one-trick.
0: It could well be, yeah. Yeah. But that was Melio Change. Okay. Ugh, my permaban. Rek'Sai. Finally getting some nerfs. Um... Okay, W unburrow the physical damage on that the is going down just the base the ratio is the same but it's down by five okay and then the E that furious bite so E underground not the tunnel or above ground not the tunnel um, is down. Uh, Oh, so they changed the way that it was. So before it was 55 to 75 plus 85% bonus AD. Now it is 5 to 25 plus 70% total AD. So they're still they're still encouraging the shift into more of a bruiser style with Rexi, uh which I think fits her kit better overall and fits like her thematics and her place. Um But they're just changing the way that the E is calculated. So I'm honestly not sure if this is a nerf or not. It's definitely a nerf early. But later on, this is probably a buff, or at least neutral on the E. But early, it's for sure a a nerf. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think this is going to knock her down all that much. She's still the premier, or one of the premier junglers. Um, She was last patch anyways, so I'm sure she will be. I mean, yeah, last patch, number one jungler statistically. there was let me put it in plat plus yeah she had a almost a 54% 53.7% win rate and a 6% pick rate this patch it's um 4.5% pick rate and 52 almost 53 win rate so her win rate didn't go down very much which these aren't big nerfs uh and her pick rate dipped some but her ban rate is way up uh actually it's not way up it's about the same she needed nerfs though she's been the best jungler for a while um i think she needs more nerfs though personally any other thoughts on rexire did i kind of run through it all okay they're nodding i ran through it all so goose you want to cover rel for us
2: so base armor decreased and then passive armor magic resist steel decreased so her base armor is from 39 to 36 Her armor and magic resist steel is from 3% down to 2%. Uh, Minimum armor and magic resist steel, 1.25 to 3 based on champion level. Now it's 0.8 to 2. Based on champion level and the maximum armor and magic resist steel is down from 15% to 10%.
0: I'm guessing that's because if you're hitting it on multiple champions, then it stacks up on everyone, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, she's just she has so much CC, man. It's just numbers don't matter when you can literally keep five people from moving.
0: Yeah. What I would like to see them do is lock out being able to use any other abilities while you're W-ing. So you can't do the W-R combo anymore. I don't think that would kill her, but I think that would be a significant nerf.
2: I think the problem is, is her Q. Her Q is what's the problem. Why? Having an almost click-on stun like she does makes it to where everything else is just like free to land. Sure. the, The reason why she was balanced before was because you had to land her CC for her to be useful. Now she has her own ability to guarantee land the CC.
0: Yeah. Yeah, good point. I mean, she's there's a reason that she's been uh, the highest win rate support for a while and around the top, uh, depending on each patch and then she's also been very popular in pro play too. Those two things normally don't go together unless someone is overpowered and in this case, I mean, we all kind of know that Rell's overpowered. She's been undershadowed for a while, so I'm okay with her having her moment in the sun, but it's probably time to saddle the horse. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> uh... Okay, they're not giving me anything. That's fine. I know all of you at home or in the car or running or wherever you are are are, are stopping and laughing right now.
2: I also don't Uh, know 100%, (laughs) but I'm pretty sure her Q is AoE. It's not single target. It is. Okay, so... if It is AoE. They need to change it to single target to where it only affects the first person hit. And then they need to reduce the speed bonus she gets from her E.
0: Yes, I agree that, well, okay, I think that, I don't think the the speed level that she gets is too big. I think either make it so she gets no speed, but an ally does, or she does. Kind of like, like, maybe she has to click on an ally, or just click on herself for the bonus movement speed.
2: I don't know, I just, <laughs> the rework took away all her weaknesses, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it kind of did. Yeah. Um, her win rate has fallen. It's worth noting. It was 53.1 last patch. Now it's 51.5. And her pick rate is identical. Somehow her ban rate went up, even though she got nerfs. But, um, yeah, so she is statistically worse. But we're at. As opposed to two hundred sixty-six thousand matches, we're at twelve thousand, so it could easily change when people who know what they're doing more start playing her. So, um, okay, next one, Rengar. Uh, I forgot to get John's thoughts on this, but um, Rengar's base health regen decreased. It, uh, it was seven per five. Now it's six per five. And then the Q, critical strike damage conversion, was 95%. Now it's 75%. Um, I have to read what that critical strike damage conversion... Do you think that means, like, reduced damage on crits or additional damage? Let me see. Um, Oh. It's... Uh, this is weird. I don't, I'm don't. i going to have to keep reading the wiki to try and understand this because I don't quite see anything about it. Um, but uh, what do we think of these Rengar changes here? I don't have much of a base to go off of. Do either of you guys have much of a knowledge base here?
2: No, I think it's problematic that he no. just comes out, yeah. jumps on you, and he either one-shots you with his ultimate or then he presses Q and you're dead.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And then he has the desk played untargetable and he just runs to another bush and one shots the next person.
0: <laughs> yep. I think his W cleanse should not cleanse suppressions.
2: I'm OK with it, I giving him works. a CC release, but he just does too much damage to have that, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Um, okay, well, yeah, we don't have much to say on this, but stats wise, let me see what changed regarding Rengar. I mean, this is a nerf overall, so I imagine it went down a touch.
2: It went down like two and a half percent.
0: Okay, so that's bigger than we thought. I guess this Q damage conversion is a bigger deal than we're understanding. I'm not seeing anything about it in the wiki here from what I'm reading. Uh, so I don't, I don't quite know what that means.
2: I would assume I that know. it just means that when he crits he gets 95% of the damage extra on top of the base damage instead of getting the full crit damage
0: on top of it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And
2: so now it only converts So now it's down to 75. Yeah, so if he has what is crit what is the crit uh is it 120% of your damage. Uh
0: yeah, I think it is. Yeah.
2: So instead of being 95% of that damage, it's now 75% of that damage on top of his base damage of what his Q does.
0: Sure. That makes sense.
2: Is what I would read that as. And
0: that's probably good cuz he can he can double do it. Yeah. Well, actually, I think you can triple Q. It's kind of crazy. And it makes sense because he loves Essence Reaver and some other crit items too.
2: Essence Reaver, um, LDR, Collector.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Everything that's built to blow up if you don't care about attack speed at all because he gets 40% attack. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, 40% attack speed with his normal one. With the empowered one, it's 50 to 101% based on your level. Jesus. For <laughs> five seconds. Five seconds!
2: Which doesn't even mean anything. That's insanity. Cause he's not like he's auto attacking you a bunch of times. <laughs> he only needs two autos to probably kill you.
0: <laughs> I didn't realize this either, but with Rengar's Q, it reads Rengar empowers his next two basic attacks. I thought it was only one. I thought uh, it was just the next stab does more, but it's the next two.
2: I don't play that. Chasing. Jesus. He's too, yeah. he's too cringe I'll, for me. I'll see what John <laughs>
0: thinks about it, but he's. He's probably going to say that it's a pretty big nerf as the stats show out. So, okay. Um, from one cringe champion to another one, and I play this guy. So, Shaco <laughs> is getting... Uh, he's getting buffs. Sweet. But it's specifically ga- um, at AD uh, buffs, not AP. Because AP is in a good spot. AD feels pretty rough right now, I think. Um, okay, so... The Q, Deceive, the bonus physical damage, the base damage is the same, but it has a... Uh, the percent bonus AD ratio went up from 50% to 60% and then the backstab bonus crit strike damage was 40 now it's 55, that's a lot um, oh okay uh, there's also a bug fix so now if Shako use his, uses his R it procs uh, Prowler's Claw so then he can use it on the next thing as opposed to just using his Q, that's nice I think that's a nice like skill expression there He also got two other bug fixes. So, uh, Shaco's boxes will no longer instantly die to Hextech Dragon's lightning AOE. Thank God. And then Zeri's Q bullets will now deal the correct amount of damage to Shaco's boxes. So two ways they were getting annihilated that they shouldn't have been, which is very important for AP Shaco, those two. AD a lot less so. Um, as a Shaco player, I think that this is great because I always felt like it felt painful to go AD. I'm a lot better at it at AP. Um, Because AD is a lot harder to pull off. But you can absolutely snowball and annihilate games a lot faster with AD. So I'm liking that he's getting buffs here. But I understand that most everyone is not going to like this. Um, That being said, his win rate uh, basically didn't change at all. His pick rate went up a touch, but not very much at all. So, yeah. These are probably big buffs for people who know what they're doing, but not a lot of Shaco players know what they're doing, myself included.
2: <laughs> yeah, stay out of my jungle, <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's talking about last Community Night, where I played Shaco and invaded him and then basically leashed two of his camps for him. I
2: knew your ass was coming, too. I was ready.
0: Well. <laughs> you did. You did. You knew. It's not like I said anything. He just had good intuition. Yeah. Okay. Um. Shivana Bomo, you want to cover Shyvana for us?
1: Sure. So with Shivana they increased the Q's AD scaling. Um, they also added an attack speed. And then the cooldown was increased, and the E now uh, scales with bonus AD. So her Q, the Twin Bite... The bonus physical damage is going from 20 to 80% AD to 20 to 100% AD, plus 25% AP. And now Shivana's next two uh, attacks have 40 scaling to 60% increased attack speed. And the cooldown now is was going from 7 to 5 seconds based on level to now 8 to 6 seconds based on level. And E Flame Breath, uh, bonus magic damage on hit for smart targets. Now it is 3% target's maximum health plus 1% per bonus AD. And before it was just a flat 3% of targets max health. So this kind of pushes forward maybe more of the the A D Shivana. Because I think AP was pretty popular, right?
0: A P is her most popular style, yeah.
1: So I think they're trying to bring maybe A D back into just making sure that she's only not play to make sure that she's not only being an AP champion.
0: Yeah, have I mean, they been she going into work? Uh the re- the AD builds are really going um uh, Bork into like Iceborne is super common, and then you can build some AD stuff on, on top of that. But like Titanic Hydra is great on her in that build. You go like AD off tank is really what it is. Or tank or uh off AD tank. Whichever version of that you prefer. But Bork, Iceborne, and Titanic is what I'm seeing on the stat sites, but also a couple times when I've played her or whenever I see her. If they're not going AP, this is what they're going. And you don't need you don't take Flash with her either. You either take I like to take exhaust, mm-hmm. but you can take Ghost or you can take Ignite mm-hmm. or something else.
1: Yeah, I feel like she's gonna be like a pseudo like tank killer now. Um, she can she can do a lot of damage to to tanks who build a lot of health.
0: She's become the new trundle since Trundle is fucking garbage. It's
2: actually really good right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, Christ. She Trundle's went, <laughs> very good right now.
2: What? Savannah went up 5%. Yeah. Um.
0: How did Trundle get to be so good right now? What? Think
2: of what's good and then jungle lyric. Yes, his
0: items? Yeah. That's fair. Trundle does counter my Malki.
2: Everybody plays tanks now. You just pick Trundle. But now Shavanna went up from 46 to 52.
0: That's insanity. Have you did- She's gonna get a hot fix nerf at some point, Listen right? to this
2: build. You go Nashers, Sork, and to Night Harvester. And then you build Titanic and Sterix. <laughs> Tell me that does not sound
0: disgusting. And last item, you build a tank item or you build Death Cap.
2: I think you just go gargoyles last. That's what I'd build.
0: You could. I kind of like Chem Tank. No one ever buys Chem Tank, but I kind of like buying it.
2: I love Shavanna. Oh I hope she stays decent. I like, because doesn't her auto attacks reduce her uh, Q cooldown? Or is it yes. her W, the spin?
0: No, it's her Q. Her autos increase the duration Duration of of W. Okay, so.
1: So your fire lasts longer with autos, but your Q cooldown also comes down with autos. I think.
0: Every attack reduces the Q cooldown by half a second.
2: I think this attack speed bonus with the two attacks is actually pretty huge. Yeah. Especially for her early clear. Like, she already clears fast. I think she clears, I mean, like, giga faster now.
0: Do you guys think she could do okay in top lane?
2: Depending on the matchups.
0: Yeah,
1: I'd probably into tanks for sure.
0: I bet she could kick the really shit out I of set. she would get destroyed. Yeah. Of the 431 games of top Shivana there's a 48% win rate, but there's one skill order that has nine matches that's 90%. It just shows like whenever you have... Uh, whenever you're looking at stat sites, look at the sample size, because some of it's terrible. Look at the sample size, folks. Yeah, I might play a game or two of her. Sounds like fun. Okay, um, next one we have is Volibear. So his passive AP scaling is up. It was... So the flat damage is the same, but it was 40 AP, now it is 50% AP. The Q, uh, quality of life update, removed a hitch in Volibear's auto-attacks after stunning at high attack speeds. That makes sense, I've experienced that before. Um, and then the W, heal is increased at later ranks, so it was uh, the flat amount has not changed, but the percentage of missing health was, that has, uh, has changed. It was 8% scaling to 16% of missing health, now it's 8% scaling to 20% of missing health. So, rank 1, this is not a buff on his w rank 2 onwards it is a buff um i think this is great i like going w max volley it's i think it's a lot of fun to do uh but the build the general max order is um e especially in the jungle e and then q and then w last more um more utility focused so yeah i like these what do you guys think about them
2: Good buffs for the bear.
1: I agree.
0: So his win rate in top went. His pick rate went up, and his win rate went up by like 0.8%. In jungle, it went from 50 to 47. But that's got to be selection. That's just got to be who's played the games, right? Because there was no nerfs here. So there's there's no reason to believe that that's reliable. But maybe Trundle's running around and killing Volley Bear. Trundle's probably one of the. Trundle and Shivana maybe are some of the only champions that Volley cannot outduel level one. Or level three, I guess, when you're at a scuttle fight. And even then, Trundle still kind of loses sometimes. He's very strong. I'd implore people to go Triforce on him. It's very fun. Triforce with cooldown boots and then Sterics and then go into tank stuff or whatever else you want to build after that. But it's really cool. I think it's a lot of fun to play. Okay. Uh, Bomo, you want to take us through Xerath? Sure. I'm just giving you all the ones that have a lot of text. Damn. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so his base mana is going from 459 to 400 and his passive Uh, cooldown now is going from 12 seconds to 16 seconds but um, it's now reduced by two seconds upon killing a unit and um, when you hit a turret you'll also proc the passive so the passive was um, him getting mana back from auto attacks Um, and periodically what it was every 12 seconds that you could auto something to get some mana back but now it procs on turrets and the cool you can get mana back faster if you're autoing minions and killing them And they pretty much changed his R. So the number of casts increased from 3 to 5 per level to 4 to 6 per level. Um, But the magic damage did uh, go down from 200 to 300 per level to 180 now to 280 per level. And the AP ratio was also hit by 5%, so now it's 40% AP. Um, But the new passive, I guess, added to this is... Every successful hit will deal an additional 20, 30, 20 25, 30, um, plus 5% AP damage. So if you're good at hitting your Xerath R's, then you'll keep doing more damage for each successful hit, which I think is better. It rewards the the Xerath players who can hit their ults.
0: Scripting, here we go.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I like these changes. As someone who likes to play Xerath, sometimes this is good. I think this is great. Uh, it rewards... You can restore more mana if you're successfully CSing and hitting people with abilities and things like that. And I think it's great that you can proc off turrets, which was kind of annoying before. Um, and then, like you said, the, the R is great. And I understand, since they buffed the passive, kind of buffed it, uh, they had to nerf the base mana. That totally makes sense to do that. I think this is great um i do wonder how this will play out in terms of win rate though i probably should like look these things up before i talk about it i think Uh, i think it's
1: pretty good because right now right so the extra even the extra ult ult active i feel like that's a lot of like mental baggage right you have to dodge uh, more shots now which could make it so it can be almost as like a zoning tool and the enemy can like just other other enemies can just run at you and like hunt you down
0: yeah Yeah, his win rate in both support and mid, which are his two primary roles, went up to like mid fifty ones. In, wait, I gotta change this to plat plus, not emerald plus, because there's only one patch of emerald so far. Um, yeah, went up to support. He's fifty two point four now. He was basically fifty one in mid lane. He was fifty point eight. Now he's fifty three. So. Yeah, he's... That's pretty big. He's good. He's good. And he still has a low pick rate, but he actually has a decent-sized ban rate right now.
1: Maybe I'll pick him up.
0: Yeah. Okay, Uh, last champion change that we have, and then we have some items. So is Zyra. Um, there's a lot of things here, and, yeah, Um, basically they're trying to buff jungle Zyra a bit and then also fix some of her weird quality of life stuff um okay so plant damage from aoe spells was four now it's three plant damage from ranged auto attacks was four now it's five uh this is dealing damage to the plants here and plant damage to monsters was 150 percent damage to non-epic monsters now it is 40 to 100 bonus magic damage to all monsters scales with champion level um she's gonna shred Baron and Dragon and stuff later than Jesus. Uh, Her W seeds on first rank up was one, now it's two. So before she could charge up to get a couple of seeds, when you first put a point in the ability you get two seeds. So now that's going to be a thing like Kled W, where you hold the level up is what that's going to be. Or Echo R. Um... E, Grasping Roots, Flash Interaction. E no longer locks Zyra out of using Flash during the cast time, which was great. I I know a couple of Zyra mains who complain about that shit all the time. Uh, and then Stranglethorns, her R. Damage Application Cadence was 4 times per second, now it's 16 times. Uh, and then Casting Logic. Zyra will walk at the position... will walk to the position at which her R was cast. That's what it was. Now, Zyra will immediately cast her R at its maximum range. So... Whether this may be a... It's not necessarily a buff or a nerf there. It's just a change in how the ability functions. So um, there are some champions who walk to where you're pointing it and then throw their ability. Some of them will just throw it at max range. And that's uh, in the direction that you're pointing. And the, it just depends on the champion ability. And so now our uh, Zyra's are changed. Um, I don't know that much about Zyra, but this seems like a buff all around. So I think that her win rate will jump up and I don't think she needed it because she was already very good. But yeah. Um, Goose, what do you think about facing Zyra and the prospect of these changes here?
2: Champion is the bane of my existence. Support. (laughs) I fucking hate playing against Zyra. Especially when I'm playing like engaged. Definitely an anti-fun champ. Oh my god. She's so anti-fun. And she just cucks Thresh. I mean, she makes it unplayable. A good Zyra. Every time I lock in Thresh and I see somebody pick Zyra, I'm like, oh, well, I'm losing this game.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Her win rate also shows that it went up from 49.7 to 52.8. That's big.
2: Yeah, the seeds on first rank up is pretty insane for jungle because uh, every time she kills something, she gets another seed. That includes minions and monsters.
0: Okay, I didn't know that. That's huge.
2: So she'll clear the jungle pretty fast.
0: Yeah, her jungle win win rate is still crap, but it's better. It was like not enough data and 35% win rate. Now it is not enough data and 44%. So it's almost as good as Kiana jungle, which is still terrible. All right. Uh, that's it for champions. So now we have some items here. Um, there's a lot of changes to these. So, Axiom Arc. Uh, ultimate cooldown refunded. Now, it was 20% of total cooldown. Now, it is 5% plus 40% of total lethality. It says, note, this will be a buff at Mythic Item plus Axiom Arc, scaling up to plus 40% buff, uh, or scaling up to around 40% ultimate cooldown refunded at full build. This is, I think, very strong Um it's still not going to make its way into pro play because it's unreliable, but this is going to be popping up more in solo queue, I think. Um, and it's everywhere in ARAM when people build it there. I hardly ever see it in in Summoner's Rift though, unless I'm watching Bow's videos where he builds it on Scion every time. Okay. Uh, next one we have is Gale Force. The cooldown was 90 seconds. Now it's 120. It
1: seems this feels pretty me. bad.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: I I don't like it because I built I usually get built Gale Force on Yone, and I was playing it. And I'm like, what is it taking so long for this item to come back? <laughs> it's it's two whole minutes. It's like so long. It's like two or three team fights that happen, <laughs> and I still don't have yeah. that item ready. It's kind of insane.
0: It is long, but I think it's necessary. I don't know. I I I get your pain because whenever I play someone that likes gale force then i also feel that pain but as someone who doesn't play with gale force much i'm fine go ahead and deal with that pain <laughs> also does yone need more dashes the answer is no
1: he's just there's no good items to build on right now
0: yeah so okay um all right Next one, Eye Edge, Infinity Edge. The AD is going down by 5, and the Crit Strike damage is going up by 10. So this should make Eye Edge feel a lot better before it felt kind of crap. And you hardly ever saw it built. I'm just going to roll through these and we can talk about which ones we think are important then, because there's quite a few of these. Uh, Prowler's Claw, Lethality is going up by 3, so it's now 18. Randuin's Omen, the Critical Strike damage reduction was 20%, now it is 25%. Spear of Sojin. Or Shoujin. Uh Cost is down by 100, and the health is up by 50, so it is overall getting a good gold efficiency buff. Um, Spirit Visage, MR is up by 10. Static Shiv, attack speed up by 5%, and then the Electroshock minion damage was 250 to 450 based on level. Now it is 250 to 350, and it's 250 plus 25 per level, starting at level 7, then plus 12.5 per level at level 11, and plus 10 per level starting at level 9, so it's gonna I mean, do the math on that, but it's, overall it's down um, and the scaling is no longer linear, it's in weird different intervals uh steric's gauge the gold is down by 100 and the health is up by 50 this item was already fucking broken before and now it's so much it's even better uh triforce the attack speed is down by two percent so now it's 33 the attack damage per stack was four to three percent now it is uh four to three percent plus three 3- oh why did they write it like this Uh, now it's six percent. So the AD per stack is up. The attack speed is down. The maximum threshold or maximum threefold strike stacks was five. Now it's three. So the maximum AD decrease from twenty percent to eighteen percent on the item is what they put in the tooltip there, which is helpful. Uh, okay. So that's all the items there. What do we think is significant, Um, Goose? Which ones stand out to you? I
2: think the Trinity Force one changes quite a few things because a lot of ADCs were building it and I think this makes it to where it's much better for bruisers and not nearly as good for ADCs.
0: Because you can't stack as much attack speed presumably. Yeah.
2: That and then
0: because uh, I did see it being used in combo with lethal tempo a lot and that was kind of annoying.
2: It, it It's stronger in short trades
0: yeah. Compared to longer, Triforce, yeah, yeah. because so, you can only stack it three times. Yeah, yeah, so
2: it would be much better for like uh like Jags could use it pretty well. Because he just wants to run yeah. in, smack you a few times, and then run away. You're you're losing yep. out on the like bunch of auto attacks that an ADC would do.
0: Yeah, so Draven won't be building this in pro play anymore. Or shouldn't be.
2: No, I think IE is pretty big. It makes it to where uh Building it second is a little more useful than it was before. Even though the AD went down, having the critical strike damage go up helps. But you need to be at two items before you buy this. Or like as your second item. Just so you have more crit chance.
0: Yeah, it's probably still a terrible first item. Yeah.
2: Unless you're just like I might try it on Yone.
0: That seems like it's a good Yone thing. Although I don't know how this crit strike damage modifier works with Yone and Yasuo's passives.
1: We can see. Okay,
0: figure it out. Do some research. Come back to us with your results. Okay. Um, Boma, which one, which ones stand out to you?
1: It's pretty much the IE and the static shiv, So now the the wave clear is a little less. So it's not as uh, stall. It's not as easy to stall out games with static shiv anymore.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Or bail yourself out of laning phase if you're unable to duel them. Okay. Um, I think, I, I mean, I already said my thoughts on Steric's Gauge. I think this is fucking ludicrous to bu- be buffing this item. Uh, that one is big. And then Shiv, I agree. Um, Randons feels good because even when you'd buy it, it didn't feel like it did that much. So maybe this feels like it actually does a little bit more. Uh, and that's really it for me as well. So, yeah. Uh, Ghost also is getting um, changed. So it was ten seconds duration. Now it's fifteen seconds. But you can no longer extend its duration by four to seven seconds upon getting a takedown, which I think is. I get. I mean, I don't know. I don't like it because I like the you know the power fantasy of ghosts and rewarding but i understand that now this is an indirect zeri nerf is really what this is and some other bot laners
2: i think it's the opposite really how i think this is makes it better for adcs and worse for duelists
0: okay um I don't know like I I guess I don't know I, I just I guess I disagree because I'm thinking about like champions that use this so like Trindamir um he like that extra five seconds or so is enough to like keep chasing someone down and get them down even if you're not gonna be able to kill them or yeah but ne- uh who else uses it Gwen uses it
2: I th- see I think that's why it's better for ADCs than it is for Because duelists. duelists, right you want to stay in the fight and you're most likely going to get a takedown, or you lost the fight, right? You're no longer getting that extended duration. For an ADC, they don't want to just sit there and fight constantly. They want to use the ghost to get away from whoever is attacking them. And you automatically now get an extra five seconds. You don't have to try and get a takedown.
0: Fair. Yeah, I get that. It's, I guess I was thinking like in top lane. So it's, it's, Feels like it's better in 1v1s for duelists, but writ large, it's not as good. Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking about it too much. I don't know. But it's still very good. And if you don't know what else to take besides Flash, Ghost is a solid option on any champion, basically.
2: I guess it also makes bad uses of Ghost not as punishing.
0: Agreed. Now, it's also a little bit better to ghost to lane, too. Yeah, Sure. <laughs> uh, okay, so then the only other thing here, which I didn't notice at the beginning, is jungle buff adjustments. So they are changing blue buff and red buff a little bit. So blue buff, the ability haste was 10%, uh, or 10 flat ability haste at all ranks. Now it's 5 to 20. At, so it's 5 at level 1, and then at level 6 it jumps to 10 at level 11 it jumps to 15 and then level 16 it jumps to 20. So a uh, level 11 onwards for the receiver blue buff is better. Uh red buff is being changed so the ranged slow is unchanged. The melee slow was 10 to 20%, now it is 5 to 20, so it's weaker until level 6 and then after level 6 it's a straight uh or no, actually, it's weaker until level 16, actually, because of the way the numbers work out. But at level 16, it is the same. Uh, and then the burn true damage was 10 to 78 linear scaling based on level. Now it is 10 to 75, and it remains at 10, for, uh, 10 damage for levels 1 through 5, and then increases at increments of 5 per level. So they're changing the scaling of it, and it does 3 less da- true damage at level 18. So, technically a nerf on that end, but it is a nerf overall. Um, This feels pretty bad that red buff's getting nerfed. Now it's going to be... I mean, melee junglers are not going to be able to abuse red buff as much, which is probably healthier for laners in general, but not as healthy for overall jungle, I think. This just makes it better for power clearers, because then you're not going to... It's not as rewarding. It's not as strong to be able to duel. So, why duel... Well, you can just power clear. Shivana Karthus, here we go. Okay, um, and that was it. Oh, besides a few bug fixes, which I thought were important to point out here. So, fixed a bug where Ivern's W on hit would proc on structures. That's a big one. Fixed a bug that was causing Yellow Trinket to have an incorrect cooldown timer. Also big. Fixed a bug that was causing Rage Knife to disable Yasuo and Yone's passives. That's fucking huge. Um, fixed a bug that was sometimes causing Silas's E2 where he throws the chains to launch in an unintended direction. Who knows how long that's been in the game for. Uh, fixed a bug that was causing Spear of Shojin's passive to grant some champions ultimate ability haste, which it does not. And then also the last thing, which is kind of nice for community nights, custom game lobbies for Summoner's Rift will now only display a player's highest Summoner's Rift rank instead of including TFT rank. Because it'd be kind of funny sometimes when we're trying to balance lobbies and someone's Diamond or Masters in TFT, but Bronze and Summoner's Rift, and then we have to try and parse that out. So... Um. yeah but those are the bug fixes and quality of life changes there um, anything else we want to talk about guys before we wrap up here nope okay well then this has been episode number 817 if you have any feedback for us please leave it uh, at the feedback thread in the discord which can be found at TrinityForcePodcast.com additionally you can shoot us an email at questions at TrinityForcePodcast.com Also, please join us for community nights uh, every Tuesday, starting at 7.15 Eastern time and running for several hours. And lastly, we have a Patreon, so please check this out if you want to support us and you like the content that we produce. They help to keep the lights on, and we have a bunch of really cool benefits at different tiers for decently cheap as well. So um, go check those out, and that was it. So this has been episode 817. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.
2: Bye. Peace.
0: Thanks for listening to our product and being a member of the Trinity Force Network community. If you have a moment, please head over to
2: iTunes and give your favorite show a comment and a rating. If you're so inclined, you can check out all of the other great shows in the network. We've got a wide variety of content from League of Legends to general gaming and role-playing podcasts. If you'd like to follow us on social media, we can be found on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit under T-Force Network. We've also got a Patreon under that name, where you can support your favorite shows with a small donation each month.
0: Thanks again for listening, and we hope you continue to enjoy all of our podcasts, videos, and the community that we provide. provided.